Hi, welcome to James Miller Lifeology, where you learn to simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. My name is James Miller. I'm a licensed psychotherapist and a composer. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Let's get started. I wanted to take just a quick moment to thank you all who continually support and listen to James Miller Lifeology. I have been so blessed and honored by your continual support. I wanted to make sure that you don't miss out on anything exciting that's happening over here. So make sure you sign up for my free newsletter at jamesmillerlifeology.com. I have a great show for you today. I'm going to help you expand your level of integrity. I'll also be interviewing Rita P. Mitchell, who is an author and a seasoned veteran of the financial services industry with approximately 40 years of experience. She reviews her book, Own Your Phenomenal Self, a guide on character, success, and leadership, which is an honest, practical guide that empowers young women to tap into the power they've had all along. Rita teaches that no matter your background, experience, education, or credentials, you could have what you want out of life, and you can have it on your terms. For more information about Rita, please visit ritapmitchell.com. You may also purchase her book on Amazon or in the previous guest sections in both stores at jamesmillerlifeology.com or at lifeology.tv. I have some exciting news. Did you know that I'm on the radio three times a week? You may hear me on the same station on Tuesdays at 1.30 p.m., Fridays at 9.30 a.m., and Saturdays at 12.30 p.m. You may also hear me anytime on iHeartRadio as well as on all the other major podcasting platforms, including iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and many others. Simply search for the show name, James Miller Lifeology. Are you struggling today to find your purpose? Has mediocrity set in and you can't imagine doing the same thing for the rest of your life? Are your relationships struggling or you aren't sure how to make long lasting changes in your life? Then today, contact me, James Miller. I will help you recognize the areas in your life that are going really well. And then we'll look at the areas in which you are struggling. We will create actionable solutions to help you create long lasting changes in your life. You don't have to do this alone. Go to my website, jamesmillerlifeology.com and click on the page, work with James. Fill out the form and it will be sent directly to me. Don't let another day go by without finding your way. Your change can start today. Once again, go to my website, jamesmillerlifeology.com and click on the page, work with James. Fill out that form to get started today. Expanding your level of integrity. We all know at least one person that is unpredictable. We're often not sure if they're going to laugh at something or they're going to be angry about something. And that uncertainty causes us to feel a certain way when we're around them. Sometimes we feel like we're walking in eggshells, or sometimes we just avoid them. But did you know that you do that to yourself sometimes? We often think, and rightly so, that we have a high level of integrity. We know what's right from wrong, and we're very proud of that character trait. However, it is important for us to look at our own discrepancy at times when we do something in our thoughts. If I continually tell myself I'm not good at something, well, then my actions are going to demonstrate that. But if I tell the world around me, yes, I have a strong work ethic, or I'm a devoted friend. Those two elements don't really sync together. Yes, our behaviors demonstrate that, but the integrity of our thoughts do not demonstrate that. The more consistent we are with our thoughts and our actions, having the same voice, if you will, or same character attributes, we will become much more successful and much more balanced in our life. When someone says something to you that offends you, what do you do? When you have a spike of emotions, Is it within the parameters or within the boundaries of what you think integrity looks like? Or if you find that someone's gossiping or you're gossiping, is that part of your integrity? When we can understand our thoughts and our emotions and know that when something blindsides us, because that's real life, we know that when we are blindsided, we will respond in a certain way. We know that we can trust ourselves not to get lost in despair. We can trust ourselves to know that we will find a way out. 
Yes, there's a proper time of grieving or proper time of wrapping your head around something. But as you continually have this understanding that when powerful emotions happen to you or very dire some thoughts pass through your mind, you know that it's not going to stick in your mind. You know that you're not going to get lost in that. Because once you get to know yourself more, you will know that when anything happens in life, you know what the parameters or the boundaries are for your personality, for your ability to bounce back. But the difficulty is if we don't ask the question, what am I learning about myself right now after an event happens? Unfortunately, we won't realize if we really can trust ourselves in all situations because we didn't have that internal debrief. The internal debrief is the most important thing we can do for self-development. When you know what you've learned, you know that the next time you get blindsided by this particular thought or emotion, you know how to handle it. But if we don't allow our integrity to manifest in all areas of our life and sometimes just cherry pick what we think integrity looks like, we won't be able to fully trust ourselves. And the more you're able to trust yourself, the more successful you're going to be. So my challenge is simply this. At night before you go to bed, ask yourself, what did I learn about myself today? What were some things that I was really proud of? What are some things that I could work on? The goal is to be able to do this in the moment, but as you're going to bed, it is good to review what the lessons were that day because the more you can really absorb those lessons, the more you're going to develop and to become even more great than you currently are. Did you know I have a YouTube channel? That's actually how Lifeology started. I have well over 155 episodes that I've created specifically for you. I do know that many people struggle with listening to a full 30-minute show. So these episodes are about three minutes long. Each episode will give you a practical tool or technique that you can practice daily to help you simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. Simply go to my website, jamesmillerlifeology.com, or go to YouTube and search for my name, James Miller Lifeology. Rita P. Mitchell is an overcomer. In a career spanning nearly four decades, she has navigated countless roadblocks and conquered numerous obstacles to accomplish her personal and professional goals in the very competitive financial services industry. Rita became president of her own insurance and securities brokerage firm, spoke on the TEDx stage, and has been a frequent contributor to Black Enterprise Magazine. She's here today to discuss her book, Own Your Phenomenal Self, which is an honest, practical guide that empowers young women to tap into the power they have had all along and to own it. Welcome to my show, Rita. Thank you so much. I'm so excited about being here today. Yeah, I'm really excited for you to be on the show as well. We were talking a little bit in the virtual green room and your, your book is not only for women, but it's also for men as well because you come from a place of integrity. And that is something we all really need to strive more to have is that integrity because without it, what's left? I agree. I totally agree with that. Now, for four years, I mean, I'm looking at you right now and I can't believe you've been in your industry for 40 years. <laughs> or 40 years. Yeah, it's amazing. Yes, I am. I, you know, I, I'm, I say I'm old. I've, uh, I just turned 61. And wow, so, you look amazing. Thank you. Thank you. But um, look, if I, if I turned around, there are a lot of stripes on this bike. And so, I, you know, I wrote the book because I had a lot to say yes, about it, and sure. uh, I learned a lot in that journey, but I, I do have 40 years yeah. of financial services uh, career and success. Well, let's just jump right into it. So what was, the, what was the need or the reason for this book? Because you looked around and you saw something. What did you see? Well, you know, first of all, um, I had something to say, and to me, I liken this book to having journeyed to Mount Everest, and so... You, 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 you had a huge journey. You didn't think you'd get it done. You got it done. And then someone stepped back and said, 
hey, I'm going to do it. What would you what would you not do? What mm. what what did you learn? Mm-hmm. Or they say, read it, go back and do it again. What would you do differently? In addition to that, I have a 33 year old daughter who is mm. in a, a corporate career track. And so, you know, we we're talking every night and she's highly educated and highly motivated, but she's still in a corporate landscape. And so all of my career, I've always mentored um my my pleasure and purpose has been to empower young women. Mm-hmm. And so the book was written to do that. Yeah. I wanted to write a book like Who Moved My Cheese, something that was mm-hmm. short. Mm-hmm. You could take on a plane or a train uh, 90 minutes or less and then stop, reflect and change. Yes. And you would be empowered to go back into the work environment and mm-hmm. have some um, ammunition or how do I deal with this or how do I deal with that? And so I wanted to capture what I had learned. And so that was why I wrote the book. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. And I like the fact that it is, it's, it's shorter in respect of you can, mm-hmm. you can read it in one setting. Sometimes when yes. books are too prolific or too dense, yes. you read so much and then you come back and like, wait a minute, what I read was Where really was important, I? but yeah. what was it? What, I, I, it's too much. So I'm yeah. really glad this is, is a really practical book. Yeah. When you look at the, the culture nowadays and you mm-hmm. look at the the young women who are becoming professionals, who are coming into themselves, what would be the biggest, I don't want to say concern, but what would be the biggest thing you notice thus far? Well, um, so I get a lot of questions from uh, women. And so the, the big issue, especially when you're starting out, is really the confidence. You know, and I get that question all, all along, where do you get the confidence? How do I know um, when I should negotiate? How do I know when I need to go, you know, to another job. I mean, do, you know, how much should I take? How, so the confidence issue, um, I think, is is a big issue when you're really starting your career. And I think that uh, the other issue is is believing that you are enough, you have enough because yes. you were created with enough. Yes, and so right. the issue is the work of the journey. So the issue is, do you know for sure your true north? Do you know mm-hmm. what you want to do, how mm-hmm. you want to live, where you want to go? And then really defining that journey. And do you have enough? Have you done enough work to mm-hmm. really accomplish the goal? Sure. With hard work has come success. Sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But a lot of times we're not thinking that way. You mm-hmm. know, we're going in, we're clocking in. We think that if we come to work, especially as a young woman, we think if we come to work and we do everything right that the boss is going to look at us and say, mm-hmm. man, yeah. you are so good. I'm going to, what, you know, what about this? What about a 20% raise? What about <laughs> this? Why did I promote you? There's just so much more to it in a corporate yes. environment. And I think from a young woman's perspective, or even just a young person's perspective, we think that if we can cooperate ourselves into success mm-hmm. and I, it's just, it's just so much more to it than that. Yes. And it's understanding the work environment, the landscape, the power of the politics, all of that goes into this journey of, of success. Mm-hmm. And so I think as a young person, and I hope I answer your question, yeah. I think as a young person, you're just, you just don't have the scope mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. the whole thing when you start you don't know that what you first, don't know. Second job. Exactly. That's exactly. That's better to say yeah. it. But, but I'm also hearing you merging or bridging together one's mm-hmm. self-perception and one's career goals or the beginning Correct. of the career goals. So when you merge those together or try to merge them together, it's often unformed, un- mm-hmm. it's skewed a bit, and it takes a little mm-hmm. bit of time to kind of figure that out. Mm-hmm. And most people, I know for me, the way that I figured it out was with each experience, right? I didn't, I mean, I had mentors, but still it was experience by experience, the learning of it. 
And so the book hopefully is a guide that kind of gives you a bigger overview and you will see yourself in different situations and possibly not know that's really where you are. So Mm. hopefully the reading of it becomes more insightful and reflective. And then you're getting ahead of something versus responding to something. In your book, you actually write with, with three different components. And what are the three, I guess, tenets of your book that you kind of talk about? So the book is built on three building blocks, which Mm -hmm. the first one is character. Mm -hmm. The second um, is success. The third is leadership. And the fourth part of the book is um, owning your purpose and there's no change without change. So the work of the journey. Okay, perfect. And so the building blocks, and, and this is, I wrote them that way because to me, this is really how you get to the, to the work of the journey. And so mm-hmm. I, I say that you can't have lasting success without good, strong character. You can yes, have success, but not lasting success. Mm-hmm. And good character is built on integrity, honesty, hard work, being trustworthy. From those things, that leads to lasting success. Mm -hmm. And so and then and 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 so then we talk about if you're doing those things, then success is is going to come to you. So we talk about that. But I think it's also and and, and I I think that's I love those those three tenets. I think it also just to piggyback off what you said though, success when you have the aspects of your character, which is part of your integrity, your perception of what success is changes. Because mm-hmm. for example, you, a person can think, oh, I'm so successful here, but if you clawed your way to the top in an, in an unhealthy way, Correct. then you're, that's not, a foundation that's built on sand, if you will, is gonna collapse. And so there's no it way it's gonna maintain. So I think the integrity part is so important because when you can create those small little choices that you make, which make to such strength, yeah, then when yeah, anything, yeah. when the, when the tempest hits or the storm yeah. hits, you're still going to stand. And I think that's yeah, just Yeah, because you're going you're gonna to have to make some tough decisions on the journey to success. There'll, there'll be peer pressure, the yes. politics. There's uh, one of the chapters is, is talking about staying out of the buffet line, which, are, which is the gray space. When, you, mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. you know, it's okay. not totally right, totally wrong. What do you do in that gray space? So you've got to have strong character to be able to weed in and weed out to say mm-hmm. yes or no, who you are, who mm-hmm. you're not. Because otherwise, you you'll be you're like a you know a leaf in the wind. I yes, mean, you're you are, just yeah. roaming around, and so you that that strong foundation of character becomes your guiding light as you filter in and filter out, and you and you go on this journey to where you say you want to go. When you talk about peer pressure, what are ways in which women, because as mm-hmm. uh, just an elephant in the room here, yeah. men have yeah. more power, unfortunately, mm-hmm. in, in the corporate world, mm-hmm. and especially mm-hmm. white males as well. Mm-hmm. And so for, for women of color like yourself, so successful, mm-hmm. when, how did you, when you had peer pressure, how did you say, no, my integrity is this? Mm-hmm. Again, I think that you have to know what it is that you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. So okay. you've okay. got to have a personal agenda. Mm-hmm. Um, of what it is you're trying to do. And again, to know uh, and be grounded in what you feel is, is right and wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you don't know, you cannot sort this. Mm, that's true. <laughs> if, you <don't, laughs> if you don't know what's right or wrong, there's yeah, no that's way a whole you can other sort show. through. That's a whole other show. <laughs> so, you know, it's a reflection of that, uh-huh. your character. What do you believe? Yeah. And only then, if the peer pressure, if, if say, and, and this is kind of my bottom line, if what you are about, the decision that you're about to make, if you are not willing to go and tell the CEO of the company mm. that you just did this, if you're not willing to have 
CBS News, any news station, put a mic in front of your face and have you explain to the world (laughs) what you just did. If you're not willing to put on a billboard that uh, your mother can read, Mm. then that's a decision that you should make. And, and, and. It really, it really, and, and and so you can sort through that because if you're not willing to go to the top of the house and do that, tell them there's something in it. There's mm. something gray in it that is not, is, is a questionable thing of mm-hmm. why you're doing it and whether that is because you think you might garner more success quicker, you might be more popular, whatever that might be. There's, there's something in that decision that is not right and you are succumbing yes. to whatever yes. that peer pressure might be. Which is then the entry point for more peer pressure. Yes. And pretty soon that, that yeah. I guess that metric of yeah. the barometer starts to change and then something becomes, that it becomes a new norm. And then it that does. new norm, it's just like, you wake up 20 years later, how did I get here? <laughs> how did I get here? And yeah. that happens all the time. How did, I, how did I get here? The other thing I say about peer pressure is this too is that, and my husband is a retired PE teacher and coach, and there's a mm-hmm. chapter, uh, uh, again, talking about this buffet line. So, so the question becomes here, if there are 20 people, you're going to make this decision, mm-hmm. there'll be consequences, and they're only going to punish one person. And you are going to be that one person that gets punished. Would you still make that decision? Oh, interesting. So, would oh. you still make the decision and would you carry the weight of the whole decision if you're the only one that's going to have the consequence? Now, if you can say yes to that, then that means that you are convicted and you believe in what convicted, you're going to do. Yes. If you're going to say no to that, then that's peer pressure. That is peer pressure wow. all day long. And, and you're hoping that whatever happens, there are 20 of you, it won't be that bad. You might get a little bit of it. But would you, would you carry the weight of whatever the consequence mm. would be? If not then you're being influenced by peer pressure, the spreading out uh, of risk among the people. Sure. Yes, yes, wow. yes. And that's, that, that's a huge buy-in for anybody yeah. to make a decision like that. You know, yes. to have that, like you said, to, that conviction that one yeah. feels beyond a shadow of a doubt, I know that this is a healthy choice. I mean, that is yeah. something to, to really to understand. I love the litmus test that you have as far as what you said earlier, the billboard, talking to the CEO, talking to the, yeah. to the news, talking yeah. to would you be willing to be, take yeah. the brunt of all this? That's, that's very powerful yeah. and very practical. And I'd say, and this is kind of off paces, but you can you can um, sort through a lot of different things. I mean, I managed a lot of people um, during this career as well. And the same thing goes for emails. I mean, you know, whatever sure. you're going to write in an yes. email, are you okay with what you're about to say going to the CEO? Mm-hmm. If you are not, pick up the phone. If you are not, I mean, so, you know, when people, <laughs> yes. I mean, you know, really, I mean, if you're, not, if I can't take, if I can't print this off and hand it to the CEO, mm-hmm. Why will you put that in pay? Why yes. would you write that down? So you can begin to um, learn what it is that you really believe in your inner core mm-hmm. if you start sorting some of these decisions. Because a, a lot of the questions I get, well, how do I know? What if I'm not sure? You can begin to use that just as, as some tools that will, you'll have clarity of what you really feel about yes. something if you sort it that way. Because everybody, everybody can relate to one of the, the examples that you gave. Yes. You know, yes. Would, you, would you want your mom to read this or would you want yeah. your, your, you know, the CEO or the, the yeah. news? I mean, and you know, and my listeners as well, this also goes for text messages as in your personal life, people. Yes. <laughs> There's pictures that are sent over, you know, uh, we've heard no. so many things in the, in the tablets. And so it's so important for all of us to remember be smart about what you write out or exactly. what you write. Be smart what you put on social media because 
it can always come back to bite you. Yeah, and it lasts forever, right? It does. And this tech stuff, do you want your mom to read, see you on the billboard? Really? <laughs> no. No, and I'll just stop right there. But it's, it's you know, yes. you can sort through these decisions mm-hmm. if you're not sure. Exactly. Yeah, and which I think is incredibly practical. You yeah. talk about a few other chapters in here, and I, and I love the fact that you use such anecdotes that people are really relatable, like I was saying earlier. Yeah. What is the one that you talk about with dealing with funky monkeys? Well, I love that. That's funny. Um, yeah, I know. It, it really is. I almost, I almost named the book that. Did Kick the really? funky monkey to the curb. And they're like, no, that's the that's just really not it. So I liken that to um, going to the circus. Uh-huh. And the first time I ever saw a monkey was at the circus. And, you know, when you go to the circus, they're, they're always, they're all kind of things happening. You have the elephants, you have the tiger mm-hmm. ones. Um, but there's always kind of this animal that's not cooperating. It, it may not come out of the cage. You know, the monkey is not going to cooperate. And I, and I say, so I liken the, the trials and tribulations. You know, you're not getting the raise you want. You're not getting promoted. You have a gross boss. What, any of these things. In the circus, if one funky monkey does not cooperate, mm. you don't, they don't shut the circus down, do they? Yeah. They keep the, because the show is, the circus sure is on. the show. Yeah. They just get another monkey out and they keep oh, going on. <laughs> all right. We don't like all go home and say, well, I'm sorry, I'm shutting the circus down. So you have to, to think about that as it relates to your journey, to your success. You can't let one funky monkey, one little thing stop your progress mm-hmm. of what you want to do. Mm-hmm. So either you have to have the, the wherewithal to go over, go around, go under to stay on your journey to your success. And you cannot be stopped by one funky thing that's happening in your life if your desire for success is greater than that. How badly do you and that's, sure. and that's what that's about. So you have to look at the obstacles as just a funky monkey that won't come out of the cage, you know, mm-hmm. what are you going to do? You're going to get another one out. You're going to keep going. And that's, oh. the, that's the, the, the bottom line of that story. What I really like as well is that can be from a day to day thing. Let's say you're, you have mm-hmm. a presentation and all of a sudden your, your, um, your projector doesn't work, you know, like, yes. what am I going to do? Darn it. I mean, that's <laughs> happened to all of us. Yes. <laughs> you know, yeah. On my show, things like that have happened before. I'm like, Oh my gosh, yes. what am I going to do? You know, something like that to something greater where you were in line for promotion. It was supposed to be yours. And all of a sudden it was just ripped away from you. All of those aspects can be, that monkey can be from a small, the way I hear this from a small situational okay. moment by moment thing, which doesn't feel small in the moment, to something huge for your career. And I think just like you said before, when it comes back to your character and how bad do you want something, you then say, okay, this is a stumbling block or it's a stepping stone. Exactly. Which which way do I want to look at this? What do I do? Do I go over and above it or do I just sit here and let it stop me as well? Yeah. And, and, um, you know, I'm a big John Maxwell, um, Mm -hmm. fan and, and yeah, amazing. And one of his things is you, you win or you learn. And so, so there's a lesson in most things. And so if you lose, if you, are you losing or are you learning? Mm-hmm. And then the other thing I would say about this chapter, which is important, um, is that you don't let a funky monkey rob you of being a positive yes. person yes. and having a great attitude. And so even if the things that you uh, don't agree with or happening at work, you know, maybe you do need to go somewhere else. But until the day that you leave, you still are an employee there. Mm-hmm. You still should come mm-hmm. to work with a great attitude. You should give it your all because you shouldn't be you shouldn't let a situation or a person or an environment change your personality yes. into something that you don't want to be at exactly. the end of the day. 
right? And that happens too. Well, it, it comes back to your integrity, which right. I said before. Exactly. Your integrity will always define you. Exactly. Exactly. And, and that's for what you'll be known. And you know, and also a situation that happens that doesn't have to define you unless you want it to define you. Exactly. Exactly. You're choosing. Exactly. And so that's, we have so much more power, I think, than we realize that when we allow circumstances to dictate our mood or dictate yeah. our thoughts, that's a choice we've given. We've, we've willingly said, here, take everything. Tell me what I should do yeah. with this. And then all of a sudden, I feel like I'm disempowered. Yeah. And there's a chapter called Own Your Power in the book. And that's, that really is the bottom line is that your journey belongs to you. You're in control of what is happening to you. Mm -hmm. You're in control of what you allow to happen mm -hmm. to you. Now, that doesn't mean you can just quit your job tomorrow or do something ridiculous and end up being homeless. But at the same time, you, you are empowered yes. as, a, as an individual, as a human being. You were created with enough to figure out the next thing you need to do to get you where you want to go, to a positive environment, to a better pay, to or being an entrepreneur, whatever that is. You are in control of your own journey. You're not a victim. Yes, you are right. in control. You're empowered. So, so now the question becomes, if you have the power and it's not happening, are you doing the work? Are, mm. you, are you doing the right work? Do you have enough to yes, do the work? Yes. What is it you need to do to strengthen what, you, what belongs to you? And that's, that is the crux of the book. Yes, I love it. Owning your phenomenal self. You you own you're phenomenal and you're you own that. No, you're not a victim of you own who you are. Yes. Yes. And at the end of the day, we are who we want to be. That's right. We're exactly. Well, Rita exactly. P. Mitchell, it has been an absolute pleasure having you on my show today. I can't believe our time is already up. If my listeners would like to find out more information about you and to purchase this book, Own Your Phenomenal Self, where would they find this information online? Well, they should go to my website, which is my name. RitaPMitchell.com, so that's easy. And on my website, there, there are resources in general. I write a monthly blog. There's okay. also the link to Amazon where you can purchase the book, and the book is on Amazon. It's, it's, you know, it's only $10.99, so it's a really reasonable price, and mm -hmm. so it's affordable. So if they just go to, the, to, my, uh, to my website, everything, I'm, I'm there. The book is there. Uh, resources to help you along your journey are there. Wonderful. So I would just recommend that. Wonderful. Well, my listeners also know that if they're not able to find your book anyplace else, simply go to both stores at either jamesmillerlifeology.com or lifeology.tv. Awesome. And in the store, in the previous guest section, they can purchase the book there through Amazon. Rita P. Mitchell, thank you once again for being a fantastic guest on my show. So I really had a great time. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed it. I appreciate being on the show. I also want to thank you, the listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you joined with us today, or please go to my website where you may sign up for my free newsletter, watch my YouTube episodes, read the articles I've written specifically for you, or you may enroll in the Lifeology Academy where you can take self-directed courses which will help you simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. If you'd like to personally work with me, be a guest on or advertise on this show, simply visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Once again, thank you so much for your support and I'll talk to you soon.